the Let's Dig Deep podcast. Before I give you the intro, I just want to say this is my very first episode, so thank you for tuning in. And I am here at 8.13 p.m. on a Saturday, cozied up in my bed. My dogs are laying up, cuddled next to me. I am in my comfy clothes, and I have a white claw sitting right next to me. Lights are on, so I'm not about to fall asleep. I am getting older, but I'm not, you know, that old. (laughs) Okay. But I just wanted to say, if you are the type of person that is laying in bed cozy on a Saturday, preferably watching reality TV, (laughs) you're my type of person. You are my people. So if that is you, please let me know because we're a soul tribe, okay? (laughs) Anyways, let me get into this intro. I'm working on it. So it might sound corny right now, So and it also might change, but let's just go with it for now. But here we go. Let's dig deep. Let's go digging for life stories. We may hit rock along the way, but I'm hoping we end with a treasure of positive outcome. By the end of the episode, I pray that someone out there feels less alone. I am your host, Ashley, and today's guest is me. <laughs> uh <laughs> That was the intro. Hopefully it wasn't too bad. But really, I do want to make this podcast about people's life stories and them sharing the trials and tribulations that they went through and then how they overcame it. Some might still be working on it, but like just trying to see how things might have felt negative in the beginning, but are now positively turning upwards. So that is my goal with this podcast. Uh, I have reached out to a lot of people to share their story, and so I'm working on setting that up. I haven't had a lot of people agree because not everyone's ready to put their life out there, but I do have one coming up that I'm very excited about, so I'll be looking out for that. But in the meantime, it'll just be me. <laughs> Today's podcast is about body dysmorphia, and this is something that I struggled with growing up. I, I know that it kind of happens when you're a teen and it can carry on throughout life but it's something that I did develop when I was a teen and I struggled with um, being overweight my whole you know adolescence and then I became bulimic and one thing from bulimia is you definitely obtain body dysmorphia because you think you're bigger than you are So I remember always looking in the mirror and thinking I was huge, but now looking back at photos, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I was skin and bones. And I remember going to a therapist and she asked me to draw a picture of what I thought I looked like. And the picture was way larger than what I truly was. And it's just so sad that the mind can play tricks on us to think that we look one way when we actually look another. It's, it's quite deceiving and I'm realizing that more and more people are dealing with this issue and it's just so sad. Uh, If you don't know what body dysmorphia disorder is, it's a mental health condition where a person spends a lot of time worrying about their flaws and their appearance and those flaws are usually unnoticeable to others. It's just something that we see in our own mind. Now, as time has gone on, I really felt like I beat that body dysmorphia, but I started looking up things about it, and 
in all actuality, I have not. Even though I'm no longer bulimic, I still have body dysmorphia. And unfortunately, so does my daughter. And I'm seeing that either maybe I've passed down the disorder to her. So I just I wanted to dig deep into it and kind of think about it and talk about it because I know a lot of you probably are also suffering from it and just thought it would we could benefit from it. The symptoms of body dysmorphia are these. I want you to check the ones that resonate with you. Okay, so constantly checking yourself in the mirror. This is something I don't do. I try to not look in the mirror because I don't want to make myself sad. So when I was bulimic, I felt like I was huge, but I would look in the mirror obsessively. Now that I'm no longer bulimic, but I have put on quite a bit of weight, I just am like, I don't even want to know. I don't even want to look at myself because I know I'm just going to beat myself up. So a lot of people do check the mirror quite a bit. Um, Next one is, oh, this one's me. Okay, avoiding mirrors. Yes, so... It's on the other side of the spectrum, right? So when I was really thin, I was always checking the mirror. And now that I'm plus size, I'm avoiding the mirror. Trying to hide body parts under hat, scarf, or makeup. OMG. This fall season and winter season is my time because I live to hide my body under big, baggy clothing. Also, I've always, like, prided myself in, like, trying to put on a nice face of makeup so that like maybe that would distract other people from looking at my body and they'd be zoned in on my face so that makes sense constantly exercising or grooming that one's not really me I'm trying to get back into exercising but I've never loved it but I know that people who are on the anorexic bulimic side do exercise a lot more so that one totally makes sense and counting calories constantly comparing yourself to others this has been literally my curse for life I'm always always looking at like other people like oh I wish like I look like her I wish I had her butt. I wish I had her legs I wish I had her body you know I wish I had her hair like instead of just enjoying what I have I don't even know what I have because I am so constantly consumed with what other people have and I'm like why didn't I get blessed with that why don't I look like that why do I have to be like this? And so it's it's very sad because you can't ever be present in the moment when you're constantly looking for something else instead of enjoying what you have and who you are. Endless disappointment. That's just what I can say about that. Okay. Always asking other people whether you look okay. This one I don't ever want to ask because I don't want to hear people's true opinion. <laughs> so I don't tell me. But my daughter, who also struggles with body dysmorphia, always asks this. And I always want to lift her up and build her up and say, you're so beautiful. You look gorgeous, which she absolutely does. Like, it's so sad to me that she doesn't see that. But I'm starting to be like, what do you think? Don't worry about what I think or what others think. Like, what do you think? Because that's where we need to change it. As a parent, we try to do the best for our children, but our children also mimic us in certain ways. So even when we don't think we're teaching them something... They're seeing us say it or do it, and and they're following through with it, and it just it breaks my heart. Okay, next one is not believing when other people say that you look fine, and that would be me. Like I don't want, like I said, I don't want to hear you give me any compliments. Like I hate compliments because I don't believe you because I feel like you're just telling me out of pity or to make me feel better. Like do not tell me I look good because I know I don't. It's 
that's disgusting. <laughs> and that's really sad now that I'm saying it out loud. Why shouldn't people be able to tell me I look good? I mean, just because I'm plus size doesn't mean I'm not beautiful. And I'm saying this to you because this is how we should really think, but it's not necessarily how I think. Uh, but I hate compliments. I hate them. Um, unless it's about like, oh my gosh, you threw an amazing party or oh my gosh, you're so kind. I love those type of compliments. But if any type of compliments about my looks, oh, I hate it. Like if a guy, I'm married, so I'm not looking at other men. But like if a guy were to look at me or flirt with me, I'd be like, you are disgusting. How could you be into me? And that is so sad. This is something that so many people are dealing with, especially now that social media has taken storm all across the world. And our teens are looking at these beautiful, gorgeous women. But most likely, I won't say all of them, but most likely most of them purchased things to help them look more enhanced. It's just not a realistic goal. And unfortunately, we are constantly being flooded with beauty and we think that that's what we need. And when we don't see our beauty in the magazines or on the TV, we equate that with we're not beautiful. And it's taking a major toll on our mental health, especially the newer generations. So let's see. Avoiding social situations, uh, 100% me. If I feel bloated or like I put on a couple extra pounds, like I will not go somewhere. I will make it an excuse and just not go and I hate it because I I, I want to be someone that follows through I want to be someone that shows up but if I'm not feeling good about myself I'm not gonna go and most of the time I'm not feeling good about myself but there's there's times where I just can't get through a social situation because I am so down and I'm beating myself so badly that I cannot go because I can't put on my happy face and I don't want to be like that I just want to show up because you know when you show up to something you always have a great time and I always do that. I'm always like, I don't want to go. And then I'll go and I'll be like, I had the best time ever. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't want to go. It's just, I got to get out of my head. But it is so hard to turn that frown upside down when I don't feel good about myself. Okay, let's see what else. Uh, not going out of the house, especially in the daytime. Again, same thing, avoiding, situa so, 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 ugh, avoiding social situations. Same. Uh, seeing many healthcare providers about your appearance, I have not done that. Having unnecessary plastic surgeries, I've never had plastic surgery, but I'm constantly constantly looking at my body like, oh, you can have this or this. I would love, you know, tummy tuck, loose skin removal, Botox, lip injections, filler, but it's also a little bit scary because what if it goes wrong or it doesn't turn out the way I want it to? <laughs> I'd rather just kind of look the way I look now than face those consequences but it definitely has crossed my mind picking at your skin with your fingers or tweezers I never do this but my daughter does it all the time trying to you know remove all the imperfections uh feeling anxious depressed or ashamed 100% I am going to therapy right now for anxiety depression and while talking to my therapist you know also talking about how I'm always ashamed of myself or beating myself up so that is definitely me and then thinking of suicide that's not one that I've struggled with thankfully but you know when you hate yourself so much I can see how people would feel that way but I do want to say don't ever ever hurt yourself because 
I promise you, life is hard, but there are really good times out there. There are really positive things that happen, and everything's a life lesson, and everything is to help us grow. And so if you can turn your hard times around and try to think about ways to make them better and, like, why are you having to go through this? What are you supposed to learn? What are you supposed to do that maybe it's supposed to help someone out in the future? You know what I mean? Maybe we have to go through these hard times to be a positive for someone else down the road. And it's hard to see that when you're feeling so low. I know. I have been extremely low. I have never been suicidal low, but I could see how easily it could get to that point when you're feeling so low. But I just promise you, it, it, it gets better. It's not perfect. Nothing's perfect. But it gets better. And the more you think about trying to find the positive rather than the negative, life's a little easier. And I can just say that I 100 million, zillion, trillion percent recommend therapy. You have to find the right therapist because not every therapist is for you. But I think that therapists are such a blessing because they help you realize the issue and then they help you see why you have the issue and then they help you turn the issue around. Now you have to put in that work. You have to be willing to listen to what they say and try to implement it into your everyday life. But when you do, oh, it's so freeing. It's so nice to release that thing that you've held on to your whole life that you didn't think you could ever let go and release it and never have to deal with it again or it lessens each day you know what I mean so I back therapy 100% and I I know it's expensive but like even if you could do once a month but you have to be willing to be open and really like <laughs> kind of the name of the podcast but dig deep <laughs> because when you you dig deep you find out so much more about yourself and you heal so much more. Anyways, enough about that rant. <laughs> but seriously, go to therapy. Okay, so body dysmorphia, I researched, affects 1 in 100 people. Two sites that I looked at said 1 in 100, and then one site I looked at said 1 in 50. But either way, that's, to me, astronomical. Uh, that means there are so many freaking people in this world they hate themselves. And it was basically equal men and women. I think it was a little bit less men. Like it was, I don't know how the percentages work. Cause I, I never did good at math, but it was like 2.2% men and 2.5% women. So it's pretty dang close. And that blows my mind because I always thought men, even heavier or not so good looking men were just not necessarily confident, but they didn't even think about, like, their body like that. I just thought they just were like, I'm a man, who cares? Whereas women are like, we have to look perfect for our man. <laughs> so it surprised me to find out that men also struggle with this. And men also struggle with bulimia and anorexia. You just never know. You know what I mean? Like, we all just need to be kind to each other uh, and love ourselves and love each other and build each other up. Instead of all these trolls online giving negative compliments to people, that's the wrong word, not compliment, negative criticism to people, let's build each other the fuck up, okay? Why are we putting each other down? Like, I went to a little, uh, it was a, a Stranger Things party at, like, a bar the other night, and this we all had to dress up, like, 
80s theme stranger things and I was dressed up like 80s so I kind of looked like Madonna <laughs> and I had these cute little like mesh gloves on and this other girl who worked at the bar had these same gloves too and <laughs> let me also say I don't go to the bar I, this was just a only because it was a stranger things event this is why I was there but I'm um, not judging people who go to the bar I just need you to know I'm usually in the bed <laughs> but she also had like cute little mesh gloves on and I'm like girl I love your gloves we're twinning you know and she was like oh my gosh like it kind of blew my mind that you gave a compliment because nobody gives compliments anymore I was like what that's so freaking sad like like if you see somebody and you think they look pretty or you like what they're wearing or you love their nail polish or you think they're funny or you think they're positive like tell them give a compliment Okay, sometimes you're going to be rejected. Like today I was running to Walmart and this guy was dressed in all orange and it wasn't a compliment or anything, but I like put myself out there and I was like, oh my gosh, somebody loves UT football because he was dressed in head to orange, orange pants, orange shoes, orange shirt, orange hat. He looked at me like I was crazy and didn't say anything and kept walking. But you know what? I felt confident and happy knowing I was trying to start a conversation to give a compliment. I didn't get to the compliment because he didn't allow me to, but you know, sometimes you're going to get rejected, but who the F cares? At least, you know, you were kind and positive and loving and trying to spread positivity. That's what we need to do. No more negativity, positivity, because too many of us are dealing with beating our own selves up that we're so negative to ourselves that I promise you, no one's more negative to us than us. Than us. So why don't we take our energy and try to build others up. But genuinely. Don't just make up something. Because we want people to believe what we're saying. Genuinely give a compliment. It could be I literally like your shoelaces. It doesn't have to be physical. But like positivity. Okay so I've given you all these details about body dysmorphia. My podcast is not about coming on here and being a therapist. I'll try to give some advice. But you know I'm still battling these things. But I'm just giving you some tips that I'm reading here on the internet. And you can kind of do with them as you please but let me give you ways to cope with body dysmorphic disorder one write in a journal so you can write your thoughts and writing the thoughts can really like help you think about things process things and realize patterns and even if you don't know what to do with the things that you write you could take them into your therapist you know what I mean you could google things on like okay I, I see that I think things about this and this what can I do to help it you could maybe google it and figure something out um don't become isolated <laughs> as I'm talking from my bedroom at now 8 41 p.m um <laughs> sometimes I think it's okay to be isolated that'll be another podcast about being introverted but don't you know kind of like I do avoid situations because you don't feel good looking or pretty or you know whatever you're feeling just go do the thing right I'm telling myself that too <laughs> so yeah right uh take care of yourself <sighs> I'm gonna have to work on that one too because depression another podcast uh really kicks my ass and it's hard to take care of myself but taking care of yourself I definitely can assume would lead to feeling more confident you know feeling good about yourself join a support group I have not looked into any support groups, so I'm not really sure which ones you could join, but I'm sure there's a plethora of options online that we could start researching. Uh, stay focused on your goals. 
this one I can definitely agree with. I think that when I have a goal in mind, even if it's not body related, it could just be work related. Like if I accomplish things, I feel badass. Like I feel I can conquer anything and it makes me want to do more, be better, more confident. So it all just really aligns. Learn relaxation and stress management. Maybe a little yoga, a little meditation. Then we talk softer, so we're relaxing and less stressed. Don't make important decisions when feeling distress or despair. <laughs> that one I need to work on because I'm when I'm down, I'm super impulsive when it comes to shopping. I like to buy things, little things. It's not like I'm buying trips to Vegas or anything, but it still adds up. And then I have buyer's remorse the next day I'm like did I really do that yes I did <laughs> and it just it's usually like makeup or clothes or shoes because I want to feel good anyways thank you guys for listening to me ramble <laughs> I don't really know you know I know this isn't like super helpful but something to discuss something that I'm sure a lot of you feel is relatable uh know that you're not alone and having body dysmorphia and if any of you are struggling with it, have struggled with it, overcome it, anything, like please reach out to me and I would love to have you on the podcast to discuss it because, you know, I can give my point of view. I would love to hear yours and any tips you can provide or anything, really, just like if you're willing to share, we're willing to listen. So please reach out to me. I'll have my information uh, linked somewhere. <laughs> Again, this is my first podcast, so I'm trying to figure it all out, but it will be there somewhere, okay? Um, and if not, then I'll, if I can't figure it out, I'll mention it on the next podcast. But thank you guys so much for listening. Oh, I have an outro recorded, too. Not recorded, but written down, so let me say it to you and, you know, let me know. Again, is it too corny or is it just right? But let me find it. Outro. On that note, I want to end this episode by thanking you so much for coming on and being open and authentic. That's me. If I had a guest, that would, I would say that to them. But <laughs> today I was open and authentic. And because of you, a.k.a. me, you are helping others not feel alone. And for that, you are a blessing. Thank you. And see you bitches later.